Hi, guys. I've watched one episode of your podcast, and it was so eye-opening, I had to send a question. Hmm. Why don't you watch all the other ones? Yeah, what the We're hell? We're on episode 95. 95. 94 episodes you need to catch up on. What a Go. diss. This Our first, <laughs> first diss of the new year. Hello. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up? Iceman checking in. Dang, you got your voice completely back now. Is it? It feels like it. Well, thank you. My voice still is like a little raspy. I guess you guys get to hear a little raspy sexiness for it's very sexy. this episode and maybe another episode. But guys love a don't raspy used chick to it. voice. I actually like, I was watching a Marriage Story and what's the other one? Jojo Rabbit over the break. Oh yeah, ScarJo's got that. And ScarJo has that raspiness and I'm like, man, I always like wished my voice could sound a little bit like that and then it did You know because of bronchitis. You know who had that better than any chick who ever did it? Hmm. Is Mel Gibson in the movie Payback. I've never seen that movie. The whole movie that he cat- sounds like a raspy chick voice. He's like, yeah, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get my revenge. I'm gonna get my thirty-five grand. I don't know if I like when guys have it. Oh, I love it. You do, guys. Or you girls. like that grittiness. I do. I love it. Yeah. And, and then Christian Slater did it during the movie Broken Arrow. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that movie either. He was going for it. I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that movie either. Wait, I've always liked it in girls. I always thought it was like really cute. But it's then, cute. It's. Cute. I just can never. Get the, I don't have that kind of vocal fry. I think that's what it's called, vocal I fry. I see. Uh, I wish that I did sometimes, but it's cool that I have a full voice. It's not cool. You, we cool. get it. You have a sexy yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Happy New Year, not everybody. Conscious, but th- Happy New Year. This probably won't. I mean, we put out episodes already in the New Year. This is our 95th <laughs> episode? I don't know. Mark, what what 94? episode is this? 94. This is 94. our 94th episode. We're closing Cheers. in on 100. Our sound producer, Mark, got us a Christmas gift, a dope-ass Christmas gift of this scotch, Glenlivet 12 uh, scotch, and so we decided maybe we'll give some advice today on whiskey. Mark, is that a fair title for you, a sound producer? Sure, let's go with that. All right, cool. Cool, Beautiful. sound producer. Nailed it. You want me to make you sound cooler? The, I wanted the to. The king of our podcast, Mark. No, what? He can't be the king. I'm the king. The prince of our podcast. Thank you, prince of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay Perfect. All right, sick. All right, I'm pouring. Right. Oh, wait, Nikki is currently, for those of you listening, Nikki is currently pouring the Glenn Levitt. I have a really sexy voice while I'm pouring this too. Yes, it's very sexy. And then I'm pouring Nikki's because apparently this is like uh, a sake. Okay, that's it. Okay. We're doing this shit neat. Neat. Very. Oh yeah. No ice that's cubes. How I, that's All how right. I do it. Straight up. Straight up. Cheers. Beautiful. So Ooh, this is good. Yeah, Ooh, very smooth. Good job, Mark. Very I, actually, choice. I've never. I don't think I've had Glenlivet. This is really? really good. It's excellent. I love this. Love Glenlivet. All right, back to you guys. So we have gotten so many questions from you since the last time we did a Q and A, which is awesome. Thank you guys for watching and listening, and I'm glad you uh, care enough about the advice that we give that you and, would trust us to and, give you advice. And thank you for your brief questions. I hope. Yeah, I hope too. Um, again, we are not experts, but we're gonna try our best with you. I tried to pick. I narrow. I like. I picked a handful of questions. I haven't read them yet, but I, I did it based off of the subject line, and I tried to vary it so it's not just us telling us to telling people to break up. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> this will not be a completely breakup episode. But, but if you it, ask us be. if you should break up, we're going to tell you to break up. That's so. what we do around here. We will. We might tell some people that today, but I tried to vary it between like work stuff and mental health and i don't know you'll see maybe i did a good job maybe we should I, get a our advice question mark you should break up t-shirt in the new year that should... <laughs> just break up right all right you ready for question one let's go 
All right. The first one is a relationship question. The subject is, why am I never content in my relationships? Okay. Hi, guys. I've watched one episode of your podcast, and it was so eye-opening, I had to send a question. Hmm. Why don't you watch all the other ones? Yeah, what the We're hell? We're on episode 95. 95. 94 episodes you need to catch up on. What a Go. diss. This Our fir- <laughs> first diss of the new year. This was actually sent in November because it's been that long since we've answered questions. Wow. So maybe she has... Uh, watched or listened to the podcast since then. I will give you benefit of the doubt. Yes. I've been in rela- okay, I've been in three relationships in my life and I'm still in my third. I've noticed a pattern throughout all my relationships where after the first six months of dating, I no longer want to have sex or show my boyfriend affection. I begin d- doubting my relationship and start to look for flaws in my partner. I've been with my current boyfriend for two years. He is so good to me, has a great career and would make an amazing husband in the future. But why don't I feel content? Our relationship has only grown stronger since we began dating. I want to be the type of girlfriend who loves to show off their boyfriend and shower him with love, but I never want to do it. I've loved everything about him when we first started dating, but I start to wonder if there's something better out there for me. I tend to think this way in all of my past relationships, and I'm not sure what to do. I broke up with my ex because I didn't feel content, but I've ended up in the same spot with my current boyfriend. Please help. Thank you, Anonymous. Very brief. Nice. Yes. Oh, man. This is a toughie, man. I think you should break up. You should break up. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Just got that out of the way. That was actually easy. <laughs> that was pretty easy. Thank you. This is tough because we don't know the circumstances of your relationship, so we don't know how to say, like, yo, this is a problem that you have and not a problem that you have with picking dudes or whatever. Right, and also we don't know how much self-discovery you've done because sometimes if you haven't really completely figured your own self out and what you actually like and things that actually make you happy you tend to just go with the first guy that falls in your lap or the first partner that shows you affection or, or looks good on paper you know you say he's good to you he has a good career make would make an amazing husband these are all just like th- aspects of somebody but it doesn't mean that they're a good romantic match for you so yeah if you're losing the sizzle it doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you're doing. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because there's a lack of passion, um, it's not the right person for you, or if you are kind of one of those FOMO people who think there's like always going to be something better out there. So, Or if you're one of those people who always looks in the past and regrets past decisions instead of just living in the present. That's another toughie. Right, right. So there's a couple so, of questions like that I wish... Like you don't want to make the same mistake so much that you're like making the same mistake again yes. because you're overthinking it. Um. I personally, I used to think that after six months to a year, the sex just isn't as good. Like it just, uh, you know, you have that spark when you first get together. And then after a year or so, it's like, whatever. And then like I heard from so many married couples like, oh, yeah, you don't have sex anymore. And I totally could see that because I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So I guess I guess I'm normal then for not wanting to have sex that much after a year. But I don't think that's how it works anymore. Like, I don't think that's how it should work. I think that's something that we've conditioned to um, feel like is normal because we've heard from so many married couples that that's, oh, that's so normal. We've been married for 30 years. We never fuck. And that's then we, not cool. And then we want it to be normal. Yeah. Too. You know what I mean? Like because we don't want to lose the partner and the, and we don't want to lose the time investment that yes. we invested into that relationship. There's a lot of those. So we do a lot of like... Uh, washing over certain things just to you feel like that's It'll be fine. It's normal. We'll figure it's, it out later. It's, it's, it's yeah. Everyone goes through this. Relationships are work. People don't like having sex after a while. Um, but I'm I'm telling you, if there's enough going into the relationship, if if you uh, are with the right person and they're fulfilling you in ways and they're meeting all your needs and they're um, 
what's what's that word like invigorating you or inspiring you yeah they're, they're, like, they're meeting you in the middle they're they're, they're, they're lifting sti- you up stimulating. stimulating they're you. stimulating you if they're stimulating you i think that spark stays like i we've been together almost seven years now mm-hmm. and i am more sexually attracted to you than ever Same. and i I'm never way more thought- sexually attracted to me <laughs> than I was. I mean, well, you are the Ice Man now, so and the Miracle Man. Like I got a lot to deal with here. You, right? How do you stop looking in the mirror every My morning? My hands are full. Full of what? <laughs> Myself. Oh, true, true, true. No. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, uh, we were more, I, way more sexually attracted to me now. Yeah, and I didn't think that was possible. I am way more in love with you now than I was. Same. And when I look at our wedding photos, I'm like, that guy doesn't even love that girl. Compared, compared to <laughs> compared now, you know to what I'm now? saying? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our our wedding vows were amazing, but um, I feel like we got 10 million times closer after yes. we got married than we were before we were married. And I, I'm sad to say that's not the case for everyone I know. A lot of people that I know got married because that was just the next ste- thing to do. That or, was the next or, step. Unfortunately, a lot of people we know got married to be- fix, to fix it, something. To fix and it. it. And it didn't fix it. Right. And then they, 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 they don't know what to do. So you got to d- ask yourself, is this somebody that you would be willing to spend the rest of your life with? I know it sounds pretty extra or intense but the point of you dating for this many years is eventually it leads to something else right probably marriage or if you don't believe in marriage it leads to like you guys living together and forming a life together do you want to spend the rest of your life with this person could you picture that could you picture the type of sex you have now with this person for the rest of your life or i was this same girl before you Mm -hmm. i would believe that this is just how relationships are totally and i did and i did too so that's why I want to just fire a warning shot about that. I don't think that, I don't think that that is the a, a healthy way to look at relationships. Sometimes I feel like we're assholes. I know it sounds dickish. I, I no, I feel like an asshole because I feel like because we love each other. Well, yeah, and if we had never would have found this, we could be giving completely different advice right I now. I did before. I did a show called Tough Talk where yeah. I gave the wrong advice about relationships constantly. I was like, relationships aren't always going to be a Disney movie and shit. And no, it's not a Disney movie. But it has gotten better, whereas I thought that, yeah, sex slows down all that shit. And I was dead wrong. And sometimes people are like, when we tell them things like this, they're like, well, you guys are a special case. Like, you guys have something special going on. I think our only special case is that we just didn't settle with the next relationship after our last relationship. Yeah, and and we, we... We figure out what the actual problem is in our relationship when we have it, and then we address it, and then we can heal the wound. When you don't heal the wound, your relationship stacks up into resentment land, and then everything they do annoys you. You don't want to have sex. You're just done with them, but you won't admit it because you won't sack up and just say it's over. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you never address things, so that that's what's yeah. We like to nip it in the bud. Always. That's my best advice to you. Is like if there's any problems, like go back to where the problem started take those arrows out and then any future problems nip them in the bud right away yeah and, and communication we seldom ever sleep angry with each other we we definitely have yeah but it, but we get it figured out like 24 hours no matter what right first thing in the morning if if we didn't yes. resolve it the night before i remember one time <laughs> one time me and nikki had it out big time right and i thought i was so in the right that the next morning oh, yeah. Do you remember this shit? You like mic dropped. Oh my God. I, my, I dunked on Nikki. I was like, uh, I leaned out. I was sitting on my computer and I heard Nikki in the kitchen. I leaned out because you can see her down the hallway. I leaned out and I smiled and I was like, are you ready to apologize? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen a woman go 
from being groggy, tired, to being completely awake and ready to murder someone. Livid. Livid. I was livid. Livid. Because oh. I was so pissed at him yeah. and embarrassed because epic. he made it, like I cried in front of our friends yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was over something so stupid. It was and, very stupid. And he, uh, yeah, it was a very stupid fight. But yeah, we ended up learning a lot about each other that, that day because that, that was a huge breakthrough, actually. Yeah. And that was even just a year and a half ago, I think. Like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I wouldn't say it was like a big, we had a big problem or anything. It was just something underlying that we didn't even recognize. Right. Because we had had little bits and fights about this thing before. We didn't realize it was the same underlying problem. Which is that I am an unemotional debater, debater. and Nikki is I take those not. as attacks. And, and it or, sticks to her. Yeah. And so when we're debating the rules of a fucking board game, yeah, I'm just like unemotionally talking about it and for me it's no bigs right and so in front of our friends i can i can do point counterpoint blah 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 Yeah, it doesn't sound unemotional to me when you're when you're doing it no doubt no doubt but that's how i'm feeling right and so then um but nikki for nikki it sticks to her and then she emotionally when you were and you were switching things like you were contradicting yourself but then if i was pointing out you're contradicting yourself you're like it's not a big deal (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah 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 it and was I'm like just well for... it's not a big deal but if you're gonna make those arguments then no doubt you're, you're contradicting yeah anyway but yeah we we ended up figuring out the root of the problem and going from there and from there now i know that if there's a sticky situation like that a sticky situation nice. if there's a sticky situation like that i know to uh disarm instead of to yeah. do what i do normally with people and with friends I, I just draw I draw down so that way it doesn't rile the emotions right that that, that don't stick to me but they stick to you we can recognize it sooner yes, too yes, like yes, so yes. we can be like oh it's that thing again so we so can see we're not it. perfect right we, we we that was a year ago but we have communication which is great extremely which like helps us resolve but I I dunked on you the next morning so hard that was just <laughs> unbelievable hubris hubris uh, <laughs> huh? this is the second time you've used that word is all since when hubris. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. You used it, and everyone made fun of well, it. Well, it's contextually completely yeah. accurate. All right. Thank let's you. move on to the next question. Very big so word. I hope we answered that. Just uh, We don't have enough information, not that we wanted you to ask a longer question or anything, but um, just look at those aspects and see which category you fall into, and then you can help determine whether that's someone that's for you, or maybe you should keep looking. Or maybe you have a lot of hubris. Six-letter right. word. Next question. The title of this one is, Y'all Still Give Advice? Yes. You're welcome. Sorry, it's been since November. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Well, well, I mean, the the videos have been going up, but we haven't recorded them since November. Okay. So, hey, Nikki and Steve. I love you guys. Thank you for blessing my YouTube feed and entire life. I wish we were friends. Aw. We Thank are you. friends. We, we, yes, we love you. Um, so please disregard the last two emails I sent because the situation I'm in keeps evolving, but I still need help. It's been consuming my life for the majority of this year. I don't even, I don't think I looked at the last two emails. Nice. I just picked randomly. Hey, way to own it. <laughs> okay. So sorry. I mean, we're friends. Um <laughs> Long, we're really good friends we're really out here. Friends. <laughs> Long story short, I fell in love with one of my coworkers. Here's the plot twist. He dated another girl we work with, and we still have to see her face every day. Oh. Since we started dating in February this year, he keeps in contact with her. So this was last year. Um, he keeps in contact with her. He's kept in contact with her. She would reply to his IG stories, and he would still go talk to her at the cubicle, at her cubicle. I've been begging him to tell her that he has a girlfriend now, but he thought that if he told her about having a girlfriend, it would open up communication with her. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You still talk to her and if anything telling her you have a girlfriend should act like a verbal boundary and make her stop talking to you Correct. 
So he agrees and tells her. The girl proceeds to say things like, it hurts to know I'm losing a good guy like you. I'll be okay, but slowly. And I knew I blew my chances with you. That's boundary breaking. Yeah. She clearly still has feelings for him, and I totally disagree with him still talking to her. Am I being He's crazy? He's getting ego boosties from it. Am I being crazy and controlling at this point? A little background on their history. She pursued him first. He confessed his feelings for her. She pulled back and didn't want to date him anymore. He got over her and started dating me, and she comes out of nowhere showing feelings for him all of a sudden. Please help me. I don't know what to think or do anymore. He's getting his ego stroked. Yes, you're okay. in the right 100%. You're 100% correct. He's 100% crazy. wrong. And don't let him feel cra- make you feel crazy for this. This is not being possessive. Show him this video. This shame is just, on you, sir. Shame on you, sir. You know what you're doing. This is about respect. That's right. It's I- not about being possessive or controlling. You're not controlling him. He's going and disrespecting you. Call your mama and let her compliment you. You're uncomfortable. You guys are in a relationship. He should respect your your boundaries. You don't need some other chick to give you what your girl should be get what is already giving you. Exactly. It's just he wants he wants his cake and eat it too. Yes. And guess what? And then, he get, and then he gets to do the, the acting dumb thing. It. Like, what? Oh, I didn't know. We I, were I, just talking. That's crazy. She, I mean, she just thinks I'm just a great guy. Oh, and I just want to, I didn't want to upset her. I, 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 I don't know what to do. And he's still talking to her? Hell no. You eat spaghetti with your hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the guy? Yeah, he's just, you know, he's, he's playing dumb all the way. He's playing so dumb. Yeah. Come on, man. Do I, is spaghetti a hat that I put on my head? <laughs> no, dude. No. You know what you're doing. Spaghetti is meant to be eaten with a fork. It should be. It's an Italian dish. Italian dish. You should respect the culture. It is not apparel. And, and you should respect your girlfriend. Thank you. Thank you. Mic drop. Stop making messes over there. Glad we had one from our good friend. Okay. Next question. I just picked this one because the title was Love Your Podcast. With an exclamation point. I do love those. Love your podcast. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Us too. <laughs> wow. uh, hi, Stephen. It is award season. It is. Not, if, you, if you care. Just saying. To nominate us for something. For something. Know, for yeah. something. We've never won anything, so. You know. Be cool. Um, hi, Stephen, Nikki. One of my friends is going through depression and feeling constantly lonely, and I can't support him in person because we are a distance away from each other. How do I tell him that he needs to try and take actionable steps because every time I try to help him find actionable steps or try to help him improve he says he's going to do it and then doesn't change anything and comes back and complains to me about how lonely and sad and upset he is we were really good friends in high school and he wasn't having any of these issues but this issue has grown bigger and has been pushing us away from each other and i've tried to communicate it with him but he's not he does not seem receptive to it it is is it just time to move on thanks i honestly worry that i'm enabling him because my first response is to want to try to fix things maybe this is one of the situations where i should just try to enjoy our time together and not try to fix things when he has problems but it is making it more difficult sincerely jj meyer this is a long distance relationship uh yeah it sounds like it how long do we know how how long of the distance yeah um it sounds like enough that they can't support he the friend can't support him in person got it yeah so yeah he's not that into you right uh, or she's not that into you? No, it's a friend. Yeah, they're, they're not that into the friendship. Right. Okay. So it's not like, it's not a relationship. No, no, no. I know. Okay. But it's a long distance friendship is what I'm saying. No, no, no. I think it's different. I don't, maybe you misunderstood. Please go ahead. Okay. So the friend is like kind of, sounds like he's kind of needy. Like he's going through depression. Um, but also, uh, it's kind of like, um, Kind of like something that always asks you for advice and then you give them advice and you have big conversations with them and then they go, yeah, 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 you're right. And then they don't do those things and then they come back and complain about the same thing. Oh, right. Oh, God. And listen, I don't know your friend's 
depression like there's many different types of depression there's mental different stages of mental health and and depression uh this person should be seeing a therapist if it's putting himself in danger um you should not be the one to solve that it's not the burden should not fall on you if anything the advice i would give him is to go to therapy unless therapy is too spency then it does fall on you it is your responsibility and you should be fixing it there are free clinics or you can just go to a free clinic. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, there are programs that help people if you if that's too expensive for you. But um, yeah, uh, I I think that it's draining if someone keeps coming to you with the same problems and then doesn't seem to want to fix it. Yes. and I think I would just focus on enjoying your time together, like you said. Um, I think that's not trying to solve it anymore because you've already done all you can to try to solve it. Why did I say they're not that into you? I don't know. I was like, like, maybe I got confused. This scotch is getting to you. I barely. Did. I, I had a sip. Of I it. feel pretty buzzed. Do you really? I feel oh, pretty I, buzzed I, so far. I got nothing yet. But, oh, uh, I have barely drank. In that's too bad. Much. Well, I've barely eaten today, so I think that um, that's me too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're can, a couple. Can we talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> so I had some soba noodles. I had some. Yeah. And so we ate the same thing in the True. same amount. True. In. Okay, I see what you're saying, Nikki. Yeah, no, yeah. we I've dealt with this before, where Same. people don't take advice because they don't know how to take <laughs> it, and then they just kind of go into a circle with the problem. And I don't know if your friend is doing this, but I had a an ex friend now because I felt that their behavior was became toxic. Mm. Um, but she used to complain or like complain every day, like "woe is me" type of like, like, and then this happened, and my work sucks, and my boyfriend sucks, yes. and I don't know if he loves me, and nah, 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 and like every exhaustion. day ex- to the ex- point of exhaustion, yeah, and like pe- like store like books of texts, yes. and we lived close to each other, but yes. like still like books and books of texts. She would text at two in the morning about it, and then um, after the point of exhaustion, I was like, you know, I've told you things multiple times. You're you seem to not do them so like I, that's as much as i can do very that's as, as much help as i can give as a friend and then she would like start threatening to take her life and and things like that like this is so bad and so then i would feel guilty not helping her more so i would be up at two in the morning when she's texting me um trying to help her and then she would just go the next morning she'd be like oh whatever i said last night i didn't mean it like it's fine like i was just kidding like i don't i don't need i don't mean it like it wasn't that serious and she would cover it up and then a week goes by and she does the same thing again. They're like talking about how she's going to swallow a bottle of pills mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. And I was like, yo, you need to see a therapist. You need a professional. It's out um, of my lane. I, yeah, exactly. I can't, I don't, I can't help you further. So, um, if you tried, yeah, you tried your best. And I think just when he starts bringing up the same issues again, just steer clear of them. Just say like, oh yeah, well, I mean, you know what I think? Yeah. Some yeah, people's already... problems are too big, man. So, mm-hmm. like, like for for one person to handle, you know, we don't have all the answers, uh, but I do think that they're not that into you. If that makes sense. <laughs> if that, if one thing's for sure, yeah. they're not that into you. Yeah, you should break up. I think that they should break up. <laughs> all right, next one is how do I let go? She's uh, she says sorry for the or I don't know if it's to here or she sorry um, sorry for the long message in advance and I'd like to remain anonymous just because my name and the scenario would be a dead giveaway. Uh, oh. It's not that long actually okay. though they 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 think it's nice. long but it's oh, not like actually not that long. Okay, okay. So hi Nikki and Steve. 
My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We are in mid-twenties, and recently he told me once he graduates, he's moving back to New Zealand for his family and to receive his master's there because the U.S. is expensive. We decided to end the relationship fully once the new year comes around so we can spend one last day together as a couple rather than end it around the summer when he graduates. Wow, mature. Yeah. No no time is really the best time to end the relationship, but he expressed to me he's afraid that if we continue the relationship onto the summer, it'll be harder for him to say goodbye to me. I don't think it would be the right time for me to be selfish and ask to extend it to, into the summer when he has to say goodbye to his closest friends already. I don't know how to process and handle this sort of pain. He's my absolute best friend who I tell everything to. We contact each other every day. He's the person I go to for anything and everything. I know he's going through a tough time since he has to say goodbye to his friends and me. I think I became too dependent on him and there's no time for me to slowly stop becoming dependent on him before we officially end things. How do I learn to just let it go? How do I get through this pain? I don't want to burden my friends when they have their own issues in life. That's so nice of you. Uh, I know this is part of life, but to me, as crazy as it sounds, since we were only together for three years only, I really saw my future with him. We accepted each other's flaws and grew to love each other and became comfortable with each other. He was my home and I dreamt of spending the rest of my life with him and it shattered within minutes as he told me he's moving back to New Zealand. I got too ahead of myself I think about the future a lot while he's trying to, he's the type to try to enjoy the present life. People are telling me to give myself time. I just don't know exactly how to cope. I feel like I'm mourning the death of a relationship. It's almost as if it's been erased from me. Three years may not seem like a long time compared to others, but he was there for me during the toughest times and also my best times in life. To no longer have that special someone by your side, no more good morning texts, no more phone calls to see how your day has been, no more physical contact to hold his hand or kiss him. I'm so heartbroken. What's that story? Ad advice will help, please and thank you. I'm like crying. Nikki's, like, Nikki's got teary this eyes. This is so sad. And I'm feeling for you. Like, this is not just something light. I love that you're like so humble to like say, yes. you know, sorry, I don't want to be a burden, but like, and she's like, I'm so sorry, my story. Stories long. It's like no, this is this is good. You, yeah, good composure. Like, on oh it. my god! Like I'm like, ugh. Like when wow. we were together for three years, I was so very much invested in in love and like saw our whole future together. I, I would be absolutely shattered if he just moved to a different country. Well, especially New Zealand, I would never. That's like so far away. I mean, you, if you've seen Cal the California countryside, it's the same shit. As it New actually Zealand, is quite frankly. Yes, uh, New Zealand. You can keep it. I Thank mean, you. they they might tell you differently, but I they mean, will. But I went um, there and I was like, this shit looks like San Luis Obispo. So thank you. <laughs> and uh, slow is not far away from <laughs> yeah, here, so not. I don't need to get on a plane. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, just maybe tell them about that about the 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 hoax about uh, <laughs> New Zealand being the most beautiful place on earth, and uh, yeah, I think that'll probably help him make his decision. I wonder if there's any way to salvage it, or if they, if I don't they, know what the, I mean. He's moving because it's decided. expensive, right? Right. So, like, can she move there on a visa, or right. can he move back here after he gets his degree? This sounds worth pursuing, is what we're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. If 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 it was mutual, if it wasn't just you being codependent on him and yeah. like feeling like and he's like, well, baby, listen, it's over, okay? Yeah. It's summertime. It's I live over. in the moment. Yeah. He's like fucking Danny Zuko in Greece. Yeah, right. You know, he's cool as hell. I get it. But super cool. He's like, I'm moving on, kid. Okay, you need to too. Sounds like the Ice Man. Hey, look, so that's cool. how I deal with stuff. Here. Right. Very cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I feel like that's you are mourning the death of of a relationship. You're mourning the loss of somebody very special to you, and you're prolonging it. If anything, I would just close the door and be like, peace. 
Like, Wait, what do you mean? Prolonging so you start, it? No, no, no. She's so, trying to close the door. No, no, no. I'm saying that like they're, they're talking about maybe summertime and shit. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, no. I she, would just be done now. She was saying that she doesn't think it's right for her to be selfish and extend it to the summer. Right. But he, I guess there's some kind of like discussion about that or something. Yeah, there was a discussion, but they decided together okay. that it was easier for them to break up now. So they're broken up now. Yeah. Yeah. At what cost? I know. The it cost sounds of like you love. found your person, maybe. I, I don't know. know. It does sound like that. And three years is not a short period of time. I feel like the make or break it point is a year and a half. Most people, yeah. like, like they can, they're can they kind of on the fence at a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. three years is, that's a long time. I just think that he needs to see California. And then he'll know <laughs> that New Zealand's no, a No, he dump. just says that the U.S. in general is expensive. Oh, I see. It's not, yeah. I see. Not that well, he thinks it's a dump I will here. say, Vegas is pretty cheap. I have some friends over there. And, uh. Maybe it's worth looking at. To get his master's in? Uh, there's Las Vegas University. Right, right, right. Very nice. That whole, what, what They're getting the Raiders next year? You, the university is? Uh, no, 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 the, the city. The Las Vegas. The city. So maybe if he's a football fan, that'd be You know what I'm saying? Good he could place be a to fan get of the Raiders, maybe. Huh? Derek huh? Carr, pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. Wears guy liner, stays on his face the he whole game. He doesn't wear guy liner. It just That's looks what he like says, it. but but it really looks it like looks it. Looks like it, bro. It definitely looks like he's wearing. He's the liner. quarterback for the Raiders. Man, I I honestly don't know what to tell you because I say pursue it, pursue love at all costs. But but but, but like, does it ruin your life to pursue it? You know, like I don't. Right, true. I don't want you to leave well, also, behind your goals and aspirations just to chase a guy. And is are they meeting each other in the middle? Are they equally right? Into is it each reciprocated? Other? Would it be reciprocated if you? Went, oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking. Because, dude, uh, at no, there's no way I could handle moving away from you, even if I had to no, financially would, or whatever. I would I'd go figure with you, it out. Exactly, I'd figure it out. Like if you booked a gig in New York or wherever, like I would go with you. Yeah. I would fucking hate it. You would hate it. And but I would, would go. You would be not that fun to be around, but you would go. Well, I have my own, like, I, like, pretty much stay at home all day anyway, but I just don't like being away that far that from like family. Cold. I couldn't put I like you through cold. it. I couldn't put you through I it. I just very much like where I'm at right now. Yeah. But, you know, and vice versa, though, if I, like, if I booked something and I had to, you know, be on location for two months, like. As long as it's not in New Zealand, I think I'm pretty firm on that. What if it was New Zealand? <sighs> I don't know, baby. Please come. Please? I was never into Lord of the Rings or any of that. So me neither. It's, it's hard for me to. No, it'd be hard for me too. Yeah. We could bitch about it together. Oh, that's fun. Okay, yeah. I'm into that. I'm okay, into cool. That. All right. Well, I hope you figure it out. I'm sorry we didn't have like much. I advice think we for did you. give you some good but, advice. Yeah, actually, I, to me, it's listen. worth pursuing. And normally, we tell people to bring up. <laughs> that Ooh, quite the switch hey, up. Cheers. 2020. You know what I mean. <laughs> and on that note, we're about to take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. 
A uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> All right. We are back. I hope you enjoyed that lovely sponsor. We love them. We do. Um, keep this anonymous, please, and thank you. Will do. Hey, Nikki and Steve. First off, I want to say that I love your guys' podcast, and I love the advice you guys give. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I was you. not expecting that wow. at all. Like, no, I feel like people don't say that That's very so often. Nice. That's so so sweet. Thank you. Um, they're all really helpful, and listening to you guys give the advice makes it better and entertaining. Thank you. Thank you. But anyways, you're here for the vibe. Thank you. Yeah, you're here for the vibe. We welcome you. Anyway, my question to you guys is, have you guys ever felt any feelings of regret in cutting off a friend? Oh, my gosh. We just talked about it. We just talked about it. Oh, did did you regret it? Uh, I will talk about it. Let me just finish this question. So uh, any feelings of regret on cutting off a friend? I personally have cut off a lot of my friends in the past three years due to me realizing that the relationship was very one-sided or just toxic, and I am perfectly content with my decision on doing so since I can justify my actions. However, I recently saw a post with a few of them hanging out together, which rarely happens, and when it did, it was because I planned it. So I began to think of how things would be if I didn't cut them off and all that stuff. I end up feeling this type of guilt, if that's what you want to call it. Every time I see some type of post with my old friends together, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm happy with the friends I've kept and everything, but I don't know. I guess I might just be having FOMO. You guys probably haven't felt this way, but any advice to to help me not feel this way or similar stories would help. Thank you so much. Uh take the floor, Nikki. Uh personally, the friends well, first of all, I ne- I never really had a lot of friends. So the friends I did have, I got I was very very close to. Them. I gave a lot of my energy to them yes. because to me that's what I look for in a friend is someone that's going to have my back and I'm going to have their back and we're both going to have each other's back super hard. So anyone that's in my little circle is very few people, but if they needed me at any hour of the day, I would be there for them. Yes. And so the friends that I let go were ones that I felt like they were taking advantage of that energy, like where I was giving and giving and giving and giving, and they were not reciprocating that, and I felt completely drained after every interaction with them to the point where I couldn't give my energy to other productive things. So when I cut them off, it was freeing. I absolutely felt like completely free and that like I could get all my other stuff done. It also opened the door for... Uh, much uh, like people that matched me and where I'm at in my life much better. Um, So I feel like it very much enhanced my life. And if I ever did come across pictures of them, I really didn't miss it at all. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's not natural to feel. I think that that's- FOMO is natural. FOMO is totally natural. And um, I think like a breakup, when you see your partner that you broke up with, no matter how toxic the relationship, when you see them moving on and like living their best life, sometimes you remember the good memories you have of them and it washes out all of the the bad stuff. And then you're like, oh, was I wrong to let that person go? Because like, I remember this good memory of them and look at them in that picture. They look like the good memory. It fucks with your reasoning. Exactly. But just know that it like you're in a better place now and i think you have all the right um intuition about it like instincts because you say like you know i'm I'm good with my call i'm good with my decision yeah um i think that's i think stick with that i think those those little all moments they're fleeting stick with it and pour fucking concrete over it yeah you know what i mean double down on it uh anytime you have an all moment like oh i miss that remember all the terrible shit that happened 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I had a friend who was a girl, and um, we were friends for a long time. And she, one time, so we were we both went off to, like, I moved to L.A., and she moved. And then I asked her to send me friendly nudes, and they were friendly nudes. <laughs> and uh, she refused, and I, ref- and I refused to be friends with such a fucking bitch. I thought you were going to tell an actual story. <laughs> That's a real story. Because I know a friend that you had that you cut out. out. Because they were kind of toxic. Because she wouldn't send me friendly nudes. Do you ever regret that one friendship? Not the not the friendly nudes friendship. Uh, who? What what friendship? Uh, the one that didn't show up to her friend's wedding. Oh God! Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's different, right? That one's not really a cut out thing. It's just Mm -hmm. sort of like a a drifty thing. Oh, okay. I can't be I can't be like friends with somebody and have a wife. You know what I'm saying? I can't be friends with a chick who like. We had like nothing ever happened with, but yeah. we were like close buds. You had feelings for her at one point. Right. At yeah. one point. And so, and she had feelings for me at one point, but it never quite like timing wise happened. Yeah. And so I can't be, I can't be in a friendship with an unrequited love, if that makes sense. I love that. I very it much appreciate can't that. Happen. But so are you saying if you were single, you would maybe be friends with her? Still? I would immediately call her. Oh, okay. Immediately. I thought, I thought that you guys weren't friends because of some character aspects that came out well that... there were things i mean uh, yeah i was kidding of course but yeah. there, 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 there are things that yes looking back now not having feelings for them mm-hmm. you start to see flaws in them mm-hmm. but it wasn't stuff where i'm like fuck that person it's I just see. stuff where it's like it's it's all for the best right you know what i'm saying like like the not talking to not it's not like i'm not talking to this person if they if they were to call me i'd be like no way mm-hmm. it's just like a it makes no sense to continue a friendship with an unrequited love. It's actually very bad for whatever relationship you're in to have something like that. Yeah, because I agree. Because then if we have an argument or something and I was to talk to this girl, right. it's like you have never had a relationship with this person, yeah. so it's a flawless in landscape. Totally. And then you have like, oh, we have a fresh wound on my side with yeah. my relationship. It's fucking bullshit stuff. I agree and with that. bullshit stuff that a lot of people do to each other that they shouldn't do, by the way. I didn't take that into consideration. How about the other friend you had that was like your best friend in high school. Oh yeah, that, that one. A, that a one's guy. that one's great. I'm glad that 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 ended. Ended. Yeah, because yeah, it was toxic. It was toxic, but yeah. I didn't know. You know, I, I'm of a loyal ass bitch, right? Right. So when I'm in the thick of it, I really am like, oh shit, like. Um, you are a loyal ass bitch. I'm a loyal ass bitch. I am. So <laughs> so in the thick of it, I don't really. I I don't know. I make excuses for people. I do all kind of shit. Right? Yeah. But this guy's kind. He was a lame ass man. Mm-hmm. He like, I mean, he's given me a lot of material over the years, but but like, somebody I don't know. Look, this is the kind of person who had like a wall of weapons. Okay, like what kind of weapons? I think this was very seriously like ninja stars. Yeah, like stuff? the Lord of the Rings sword and oh, shit. Oh God. He would wear a Lord of the Rings ring now around I'm his neck. I'm judging you for being friends with. Tell that. me about it. <laughs> this happens to me a lot. How many embarrassing friends have I had over the years? Right. You know what I'm saying? I see. A lot. I see a lot of good in people sometimes. Yeah. And. The, the, oh, the, that's so true. And the level of embarrassing that they have sometimes is so like, high. It's sky high sometimes. Why sky did you high. pick that person? Thank you. <laughs> it can be sky high at times, and yet I still see the good in them, and yeah. so that's my ultimate. You're a sweetie. Only to, to certain what people. What a sweetie. Only to certain people. I know. You normally don't like anyone, but then you pick like the randomest. Oh, my God. I think sometimes, I, I think you know what it is? You see an underdog aspect to them. I do for sure, and the, and I can I see that too. Them. But then what happens? The ones that have been sour apples are the ones that like take that. Un, like you, 
supporting them and they their ego gets like fucking inflated to the moon. Yes. And then you have to take dial them back down. Yes. Much. Yeah. Yes. Because they get to, oh God, exactly. You build somebody up and then they go nuts and you're like, who are you now? Yeah. It's crazy. It's like you give a little bit of confidence to somebody and they take it all away. Anyway, if you're following about an old group of friends you've let go or um, a boyfriend or whatever, a girlfriend, whoever, if you you cut ties with a person and they were for valid reasons and like that person was toxic and your life is much better now, FOMO is totally normal, but it's a fleeting, fleeting feeling. And if you like, have a friend with a weapon wall who wears a fedora hat out and thinks that women are going to think that he looks like Indiana Jones, run. Don't walk, run. Thank you. Mic drop. All right, next. My best friend's girlfriend's hate, hate my best friend's girlfriend hates me and it's ruining our relationship. I'm excited. All right. Best friend's girlfriend. Hmm. So my best friend's girlfriend. This yeah. happens. This happens. This does happen. This happens. And then it ruins your friendship. Okay. Hello hi fellows. Love you both. Are we both fellows? I suppose. Okay. This is a fancy person oh, writing you. Uh my best friend Bob has been dating a girl for the past four years named Lisa. Names changed for a nominee. Yeah, sure, yeah. we know. Lisa and my friend have a very toxic relationship. They have nothing in common, many bumps in the road. She's incredibly possessive and jealous and hates me and my husband, who's been Bob's friend for the past eight years. Lisa hates all of Bob's friends, doesn't let him hang out with us, etc. We have never been mean to Lisa, despite uh, her resentment of us, and we always invited her out with all of us, and she always declined. The one time she did come out to go grocery shopping with us, she pretended like I was invisible and ignored me when I directly asked her stuff the entire night, and it was very awkward. The last year, they moved out about two hours away from us for work and moved in together for the first time, despite all the awful things going on. The relationship got even worse and Bob has been miserable. Lisa thinks that I am sleeping with Bob, which is fucking insane, calls me a whore, thinks I'm flirting and what? says terrible things about me. My husband and I have finally had enough. It's real housewife. And we aren't attempting to mend things with Lisa anymore. It's been four years too long. Bob refuses to stand up for us, lets Lisa walk all over him, and it's so frustrating watching your best friend be in an emotionally abusive relationship. I don't know what to do. I can't stand them anymore. I love Bob. He's my best friend, but I cannot deal with his and Lisa's relationship, and it's impossible for us to be friends without stress and involvement for Lisa. She's a terrible human being, threatens to kill herself if Bob leaves if Bob leaves her and their relationship is literally just a pile of shit Bob refuses to break up with Lisa maybe out of fear I don't know I can't do it anymore do I stop being friends with Bob I, I mean setting listen, boundaries hey my girl read your email again mm -hmm. this shit is fucking your life up yeah yes you if, stop if being friends fr with Bob if this is your best friend Good and they God. don't have your back like I don't care if it's to a relationship, a spouse or whatever. If if Steve was making crazy accusations to my best friend, who is like, like my best friend is amazing. I like I have zero trust. Wait, issues. your best friend's a whore. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. She's not a whore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't, you're not if you're not watching on video, I have been gesturing to Nikki this whole time. Everything she's saying is exactly dead on. Like like you have to have your friends' backs, man. Yeah. If, you're, if you don't have your friends' back, then it doesn't matter how cool they are hanging out playing ping pong. Yeah. Like that's all shitty stuff. Who cares? <laughs> like it's all about where when your back is up against the wall and you need their help. Aren't they going to have your back? And what's and it doesn't mean you're you have to go against your spouse just to defend the friend because like there's been a, a couple times where I didn't like or, or like I was having issues with uh, one of Steve's friends. Sure. And what Steve does, which I appreciate so much, is he hears me out. 
he doesn't like say no that's you know you're crazy you don't know what you're talking about like my friend's the best or whatever he hears me out and then he gives very appropriate defenses for his friend but he sticks up for his friend and then if a new incident comes up where I'm like what about that then he um, has some insight from my point of view and he has some insight from the friend's point of view but he sticks up for his friend I've never had a time where I had an issue with one of Steve's friends and Steve did not st- at least defend the friend. Sure. Yeah. But, but it wasn't, uh, the issues were not like this. Like this friend's calling oh, you no, a whore no, no, no. They shit. weren't like this. No, like no, no. This, this stuff so, has, but I'm this saying, more minutia. It, even, even on minor issues, you're defending your friend. Like, right. if it was insane shit, like, you, you know? There's no way. Like, there's there, no way. Right. Like, so, like, you, if, you're I, on a team, if right? I was calling your friend, like, a whore and or whatever There's, like saying that they robbed someone or you know you guys are fucking <laughs> you know? i would never be down with that yeah like they're you would stick up for yes. your friend and you would like to me yes no of matter course. what yes and and to you know and, and to you make would matters worse me to as you have said so that's what's crazy about this is this person's not defending and they don't it doesn't sound like they even friend. have a healthy relationship though yeah. so you know and then the thing is too like I have to take into consideration that if Bob really is in an emotional re- abusive relationship with Lisa he might have been so beat down by Lisa over the four years four years is a long time and I've been in an emotionally abusive relationship and I don't even know that girl anymore no doubt. because I got beat down so hard yeah Bob has no confidence I had zero confidence zero self-esteem I questioned everything I did I felt like I had no judgment anymore like I couldn't make the right judgment calls anymore. I felt like anytime I tried to take a stance on something, I felt completely beat down Mm -hmm. and that like, oh, I was wrong again. And you just kind of get in your head that you're always wrong. And like you get in this like apology, like you're always just sorry for everything and everything you do is like a burden. And if they have a pretty killer weapon that works on you and they use it every time, like, hey, I'll kill myself like what Nikki's friend did to her, even though that was never on the table. Mm -hmm. Like this person was using that to, to fuck with Nikki. And to get her to respond to her, because sometimes those paragraphs would be long, and the the night would be long, and Nikki's like, "I'm going to bed," and then it and then she would come out with that kind of shit to get Nikki to respond. So mm-hmm. it it became a weapon, right? Yeah. And, and that sounds like, and I don't know anything about this particularly, but it when it gets to that, it's out of your hands, man. It's above your pay grade. You can't deal with that kind of shit. Yeah, that Bob is gonna have to learn how to stick up for himself or like get out of that emotionally abusive relationship somehow on his own before you guys can be friends but maybe uh you setting boundaries will be like you're not being an enabler anymore you know you're like yo like i'm sorry we can't be friends with with this like we can't be friends right now yeah and uh and i'm sure doors open if you ever leave lisa but like we can't be friends and i'm sure that there have been moments but also remember to stick up for yourself too like don't let somebody call you a whore yeah like and i'm not saying that you did i don't know anything i'm just talking about in general, to people out there who are listening to this who may be going through something similar, don't just sit there while somebody calls you something like that. Like, stick up for yourself and your loved ones and yeah. and then, uh, yeah, figure out what to do after. It usually has to do with completely fucking uh, being petty and, and nuking them out of your life. Mm-hmm. Burn that bridge. Yeah. And yeah, sure, it Take sounds petty. It's not very <laughs> religious sounding, I know. Forgiveness mm-hmm. and all. But You can forgive and not forget. Exactly. I, I think that you, forgiveness is very um, good. Like it's good to forgive, but that doesn't mean you have to continually um, in, like have this toxic relationship in your life. I'll forgive later. I'm burning everything to the fucking ground first, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, I forgive that smoldering ash pile. Well, until you forgive, it only hurts you. So that's what that's what I've learned. That's your process. 
Mine is I have a pile of ash in my hands that was my friend, and I blow them. Isn't that forgiving? Huh? Is that forgiving? No, I'm I'm blowing them into the winds, oh. and then I'm like, I forgive you. <laughs> oh, so you do it for you eventually? You son of a bitch! After you burn them to the ground and blow their ashes. Okay, yeah. got it. Got yeah, it. Got blow it. their ashes away. I think that's true for me too. At least the forgiveness part comes into. into yes. Okay, confidence. It's easy to forgive when you've won so hard. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> confidence in my career is the next one. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I'm a 25-year-old lady, and I'm a graphic designer, and I've been doing this type of work for seven years now. I truly love my work with all my heart, and I recently accepted a teaching position and enjoy teaching about this field of work and encourage students' success. I also love to freelance. I would shout out my Insta, but I'm scared, which is what I want advice on. I oh. love my work, and I always get great fe- great feedback from my bosses and clients, but why do I feel so insecure? I constantly question my abilities, especially now that I teach. I am always second-guessing what I'm doing, and I feel so low on my confidence. I know I'm doing well, but why do I feel so inadequate? Have either of you struggled with confidence in general? I would love to hear your thoughts. Also, the way you two love each other makes my heart so happy and reminds me of my husband and I. Oh, oh that's yay. Cute. Love your biggest anonymous fan. Seriously, I watched every old school tipsy bartender video you were in, Nikki. Oh, I wasn't wow. in those, so can we move on? That please? was a long time ago. I'm accepting that? all of these compliments. Thank you, thank you. Thank I would you. like to move on. Thank you. Um, Hey, yes, absolutely I've experienced this. And you have, my friend, what's called imposter syndrome. You should, there's many books and videos on this and I think they would really help you. Look up imposter syndrome and and just get some help on it. What is imposter syndrome? It's when you feel like a fraud. Yes. Even if you're qualified and you logically know you're qualified, you just feel like a fraud it's because you're like, self-deprecating or self-effacing a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. it's also just like. But maybe that wait, makes you good at your work as well. I, for me, it was like I have a picture of someone who's successful in this field of what they look like, mm-hmm. and even no matter how qualified I get, how could it be me in this picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I, there's no way that I'm that good. That's you what, know. Yeah. And so I start to question everything, even if I am qualified. I start to question everything, and then. What really makes matters like worse, what like really like fucks with my head is that I'll see people who I feel are less qualified than me, like not as good, get jobs that I felt underqualified for. And that's when I'm like, wait, no, I am qualified Mm -hmm. because they're like not as good and they're getting that job. And it really fucks with me because and I think it might be something to do with perfectionism, too, where like I just have a really high standard for what I believe is quality and I never quite think I get there. No doubt. And yeah. I've been in I've been in writers rooms with big name comedians that you've absolutely heard of and to hear them be not confident. Like they pitch a joke and they're like no that sucks and they look down at the ground and they're like hold on like what's right? like it just you just realize the the more you're around the quote unquote special people the more human they all are and the less special everybody is yeah. as a result right so i don't view anyone as special and anymore. it almost gets worse sometimes if you're that type of person because once some once like the public or uh, your peer group or whatever put you on a pedestal like mm-hmm. oh th- you're so like it's for harder. comedians it's like you're so fucking funny man everything you do is gold you're up here yeah. now there's this standard you that you're that. like you feel like you're expected to uphold and you constantly second guess yourself thinking you might not be upholding this standard that everyone's set for you yeah so once you realize that and also man uh, we were at this movie screening it was for that ben affleck movie gone girl yeah and fincher was there Mm -hmm. uh he directed it 
and hearing Fincher, okay, this guy couldn't be more accomplished, award-winning, etc. He he, wa- we all watched that movie together, and I think he was in the audience too. And then he's up on stage doing a Q and A, and he tore his movie to fucking shreds. We all thought yeah. it was brilliant. We all loved it. He's like, why do I have Ben Affleck going to the fucking mailbox? Cut that shit. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Just cut that he shit. He still sees scenes that he could, he could cut. Yeah. Right. So he's he's sitting there doing that. Nobody is special, man. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through this kind of shit. And, and and once you realize that, it's not your problem. It's everyone's problem. Then right. you then you know Except that for you're delusional on, people. Too. I always feel True. I always feel jealous of de- delusional people True. who like I guess during their childhood, their parents just told them everything they did was great, yep. like constantly, 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 and so they have the, they they'll do the shittiest work, and they think they're fucking brilliant. Yeah, and it drives me insane because I'm like, that must be such a happy life to have, but also like, how could you be so delusional? But then I feel like you uh, people treat you the way that you think you should be treated, right? And so then they'll like fool people like with that because they're so confident in their skills even though it's like not that good it's crazy man like just fucking fuck it you're on this earth so long you're like like this little minuscule amount of time just like believe in yourself and and that's all delusional people prove by the way yeah they believe in themselves and they win with it yes so you can do that too that's all Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be delusional about it just believe in yourself because I, you should look around you and, and see peers. You shouldn't look around you and see heroes or legends or all this bullshit that people do that keeps them from doing what they dream of. Also, um, send us your stuff because um, we're, I'm looking for a, a couple of graphic designers right now. I need a graphic designer, please. Thank you. Yeah. Send us your stuff. Uh, and are you good at taking out the garbage? Because I need a garbage taker out of her No, we're well. not doing that right now. I need a garbage. No. T- can she also no, take out you the garbage? No, you take out the garbage. Found. That is your job. Okay. But the but the bags all stuck nope. inside the inside the can. Figure it out. All right. Next question: How to break up? We talk a lot about you breaking up, but we don't really cover how to break up. Oh so let's yeah. Say, yeah. Okay, we should know how to do this. All right. Dear Nikki and Steve, hi. You guys have such a great podcast that has been very educational for me in terms of how to live life and dealing with reality. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thanks. So much. I've been listening to a few of your Q&A episodes and figured that I should submit my question to see what your opinions are on this matter. I would like to remain anonymous. Okay. Granted. Uh, I have been in a relationship for five years since freshman in college. Benjamin, quote unquote, is a great person, kind, caring, sweet, etc. Benjamin has been through the roughest and toughest points of my life with me, and I can't thank him enough for being my by my side. However, we are currently in LDR, a long distance relationship, and I have met someone that I feel like I really like. Ooh. The feeling I have about this new person is so different. Benjamin is more of a quiet guy, and he has little opinions on a lot of things. I constantly have to make decisions for him, and it's burning me out. New guy, on the other hand, is independent, has his own opinions and input to things I have to say, which I really appreciate because it feel I feel like it stimulates me mentally. Aside from that, I feel like we really clicked when we talked. I feel like I'm emotionally cheating and it makes me icky inside every time I think of myself. Therefore, I feel like I have to break up before anything progresses. I understand that's very selfish of me. It's not, but we'll it's get not. to that. You're fine. I guess my real question is, how do you even break up with someone who you have been with for so long and has done nothing wrong against you? I still love him, but as someone I sincerely care about, but not romantically. I don't want to hurt him, but I know that I will, and I'm afraid that he won't be able to handle it. Best, uh, Anonymous needs help. Wait, is it Anonymous? Whatever. Yeah, she says what she said. Hey, Anonymous, yeah. 
Uh, aren't you hurting yourself staying with this person? Because it sure sounds like it. Can I tell you I went through this exact experience? Well, not exact because I didn't meet a new guy yet. Uh, but five years relationship. Yeah. Good guy. Understood like understood me. I think the, the that meant a lot to me was that he mm -hmm. was the first guy that really understood me yeah. completely. And I felt like when I went to him with emotions, like he could kind of like um talk me down and like had the right things to say but then i didn't feel any chemistry romantic attraction like like things that i know that i should be giving to the relationship or feeling in the relationship i didn't have them i tried to force them i tried to go to therapy for them mm -hmm. and they just weren't there and then i realized i was getting more mentally stimulated by people around me not one specific person but yeah. just conversations with people in my acting school like i realized that I dreaded going home because I loved being out around other people so much. I went through that too. And I felt very bad about it. I felt completely icky. Um, the couple times I did have some little sparks of of something with other people, not like I flirted with them or anything, but like I got my headshots taken by this photographer and we had such good conversation and he was he was funny and stuff and um, he had his own business and he was inspiring. We got to talk a lot and I felt a little spark of I don't like something. It. I don't like this. Can we move? Can we move? I, I don't even remember that guy's name, but I just remember the feeling of feeling like, oh no, I should feel this about my boyfriend. That guy's an asshole. Well, I don't like that guy. I don't like the photographer. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't like him either. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck that guy. Yeah, Fuck that guy. But but yeah, I felt like why don't I feel this about my boyfriend? Yeah, for sure. You know, and I mean, that's, that's everything. It's such an icky it's feeling everything. to have, and I totally get that. And so the how is really hard and sad because you just have to rip the band-aid off. Yeah. And that was the hardest part because there was nothing that he did wrong. Yeah. And I felt terrible. And I also felt like I was leading him on the way that I broke up with him, even though I told him that we need to move out like because we were living together at the time so i was like you need to move back to santa barbara if you can't um figure out a place to live here in la because there was really nothing for him in la he moved here for me yeah. um so yeah like i just was like i know that we haven't had sex in months and you've noticed that we've been getting more distant and it's not fair to you anymore i i put it that way because it's true like it's not fair to him for me to continue acting like I'm a good girlfriend when I'm not like I can't give the romantic aspect of the relationship which was such a big part of a relationship and I knew he was going to try to propose to me soon yeah and the thought of marrying him made my insides cringe like that's not what it should feel like nope. when you feel like someone's going to propose to you and so like the thought of spending my life with him is what made me break up with him for because sure. I was like there's no way I could spend the rest of my life with this guy it makes me feel miserable thinking of that, of that like just a dullness like this dull feeling and so yeah I just said we we need to break up um I don't know what we're going to what you're going to do about your living situation I'm going to try to find a cheap studio I like moved out on my own like it was really hard too because I was on unemployment and I had to find yeah. an apartment good job but I knew that I had to do that I didn't want to you know feel like I was using him for helping pay rent yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. you know any of that stuff so I don't think it's selfish to break up with him if anything I, say, I think that's selfless to like set someone free I say go greatest hits <clears throat> hey we need to talk right yeah pretty good opener and then like yeah this isn't working for me and he probably feels it too I if he doesn't 
you still got to roll with it, right? Yeah. So then um, another thing, I know I have a friend who's going through this right now, and they have created almost a numb character uh, that they're playing, mm-hmm. and it is helping them get through all of these conversations because the person wants to revisit things and like try to yeah. workshop their relationship, but this person's already moved on. And so the numb character, which I've done before, helps you just as a delivery system for your message and it's like you know they start crying all that stuff and you can't you know you can be a human being about it but Mm. you you don't do the normal thing that you do where you're you're like all over it and like let's fix this and i'm so sorry because then that's when you start to take the back or you start to go against your wishes you just have to cut it off yes because i i felt bad i did kind of do that when i felt lonely like i I was cutting it off i moved out i got my own place but then i felt lonely in this new place because i'd never lived alone before and and he was my best friend because i'm always like best friends with the people I'm in a relationship with and so I definitely like invited him over for my birthday and for like New Year's and like I I feel bad that I did that because I never intended to get back together but I felt lonely so I wanted Yep, I got dumped same shit and my ex was you and she threw herself at me as soon as I started dating this other chick oh that didn't happen I didn't throw myself at him I got chucked at dude it was like 90 mile an hour fastball he was trying to get back together back together and I was like no 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 and then I was like okay I guess you can come over for my birthday because I felt lonely she walked in on me while I was with this chick, we were sleeping in my bed. Yeah, she broke into my place. That's insane. And and walked in on me, and then started crying in my living room. That's and I was crazy. Like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. That's some crazy shit. Yes, I was not hurt. Don't dare tell me I was hurt. You're very similar. Hell no. Very similar. Hell the, very the similar fucking story. no. <laughs> Zero similarities. Almost one hundred percent the same. Uh, there was one other thing. It's I- like White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Two different movies, I guess, but the same story. How dare you? Uh, but if you want that situation to happen, I could break up with you right now, and we, I can just like show up in your new place screaming and crying. It's a hot role play. Just so you can experience it is a hot role what play. similarity actually feels like. We should workshop this. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll workshop it. Okay. But yeah, I, I'd say let him go. I mean, I know it's sad. I know you're going to hurt him, but rip that bandaid off. Um, you need someone that's mentally stimulating. I realize that I can't live without that. I could, no matter what he did, Same. this guy was great on paper. He was wonderful. He, I wish him nothing but the best. He's actually married now. I think. Um, I don't really keep up with him, but he's pretty dull. But well, for me, I mean, I'm just kidding. For dude. other people, yeah. I'm just being a shit. He it just his his interest didn't stimulate me. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't have very many interests at that time. Well, Hurley, the uh, surf shop, uh, I think was an interest. No, I don't think so. Well, he looked like it. Right, I he should have got interested in it. Maybe. Honestly, it's just because he worked at a surf shop. But oh, that's, he wasn't that's why. even a surfer. Or I didn't it. even know that. That's how I how did I nail that stereotype? It, well, because we're both from Santa Barbara, and so yeah. like if you don't have any qualifications, like you're probably gonna work at a surf shop. Yeah, I got uh, it. And so like he didn't surf for anything, but he worked there. Well, he sure so, looked it. Yeah, we all everyone from Santa Barbara looked like a surfer at that time. That's true. Your dad looks like he works at a surf shop. Right. Too. Well, he was a surfer. True. But he's a CPA. I yeah. knew that. <laughs> All right. Well, that is actually all the time we have for today. But thank you so much for all your questions. We have so many questions, but I try to pick a variety each time and I will try to get to all of them and stuff. But it really helped that these were um, enough information, but still like concise. Distilled. Yes. Thank you for that. We love that. We appreciate you. Not to complain about them, but I do think that in the new year, you guys can do better on your fake names. Okay. Bob and Lisa. 
And the last one was uh, Benjamin. Beethoven. Benjamin. Benjamin. Come Beethoven. on, man. You can do better out there with those fake names. And I think her pseudonym is Janet. She's best Janet needs help, but I, I said anonymous. But... Snooze. Give, <laughs> give me some. Give us some juicy names. You know what I'm saying? Get creative. Let me visualize this person that you, you're creating for me. Okay? Yes, That's please. All. And make sure to compliment A us. Minor the, complaint. Make sure to compliment Thank us for a sentence. It helps. Or we will just skip it. It helps so because much. Because we need our self esteem, our egos boosted. We do. Because we actually we are very hard on our, our, our each other, and we're very self-deprecating, yes. and we do not praise each other. So, no. uh, well, I mean, we, I praise yeah, you. You praise me. But yeah, you do. You don't praise me. I've gotten better at it. <laughs> 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 I've gotten better. We're fi- it's fine. I have. It's not a complaint. Anyway, <laughs> I've met my match. I love him. Yes, she's the best. Um, and break up and with every everybody out there listening. Yeah. Break up. Hey, turn to your break significant up. other and break <laughs> and up. Just break them. up. Thank you. And we wish you farewell. We wish you the best. We love you. Subscribe. Make sure to rate us on iTunes and all of that stuff. And if you want to check it out our Patreon, so if you want to check out our Patreon, we have an extra episode every single month, and we do like little bonus uh, podcast episodes that yes. aren't shit they don't tell you, but they're they're called We Just Woke Up, and you we can do wake up with us. We did podcast while while we just woke up. Yes. So you get to hang with us when our brains haven't turned on yet, and you can come to our live show. It's That's true. Fun. It's really fun. Very, actually, very fun. Check good out the links in the description. And we have a good group of Discord. Check out our Discord. That's true. I actually freaking love our Patreon They're community. They're the best. They're the absolute best. Um, so I uh, will see you. Talk to you then. Wait, wait, when did I say when? The uh, next you time. Not. You know what? I had a, a glass of scotch, and you know we're done. We're done. It's not even a glass of scotch. You had not even an inch of scotch. We gotta go. You had like a centimeter. Oh, of my scotch. agent is calling me, and I gotta go because my agent. I'm You're, busy. Nobody's calling oh, you. I can see it. You got a text, I think. Tell them I'm busy. There's nobody there. Tell them I got I. If they're she not going to put an agent. 1,100 red jelly beans in my trailer, that should be in my writer. He and angrily if it's not, quit. Then I don't. I gotta go. Listen, I gotta go. I'm doing. And a then podcast, when he I quit, Nikki go. took a call and she said it's her mom, and okay. there was nobody there either. Sorry, my agent is calling me, and now my manager's calling me, so it's it's a lot going on here. So oh, I, I think gotta, your mom's calling go. me. I got a lot of stuff to do, and like you know, but we love you and we appreciate you, and we'll see you next time. Here. Podcast at Nikki.limo if you have a question. Oh, true. Thank you. Make it interesting. Thank you. Bye.